Welcome to the Tax Sale Podcast, where tax sale investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sale veteran. I am the leading tax sale expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sale Playbook, a founder of the Tax Sale Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sale Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As always, these podcast episodes are completely free. I don't charge a listening or membership fee or anything like that. And they're brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy, which you can learn more about by visiting TaxSellAcademy.com. So I read a study one time that suggested that many people tend to absorb information better when they learn about what they should be avoiding opposed to what they should be doing. Now, whether there's any merit to that study or not, I'll leave that to the psychologist of the world, but I did decide it might be beneficial to go over a list of 20 things that you should do if you are looking to fail as a tax sale investor. If you want to lose money, these are the 20 things you should do. Now, you should note there's a lot of sarcasm used here because I want you to understand just how ridiculous some of these are, yet I see them nearly every single day. So here we go, 20 things that you need to do if you want to fail or lose money as a tax sale investor. Number one, don't read the laws. I've said this time and time again, but the laws are the rule book to the game that we play called tax sale investing. If you want to fail, simply ignore those rules, ignore those laws, and don't invest the couple of hours that's required to read through those laws. They are what allow us as tax sell investors to exist. So don't worry about them. Completely ignore those laws. Number two, copy others. While there is some value in learning from what other investors are doing, if you want to fail, you should try to copy every single thing that every single investor is doing. Odds are that you don't fully understand the inner workings of their businesses. The guy that is buying liens at 6% interest might be able to do so because he is borrowing the money from investors at 4% interest and he's taking the spread. Be creative. Take your own approach instead of copying others. Number three, on that same line, don't get too creative. If you want to fail, go ahead and buy those lighthouses, those hospitals, those schools, the factories, the islands, the landlocked parcels, and all that other unique stuff that you have very special plans for, especially if you're a newbie just getting into this business. Hopefully, if you take that path, you are very well funded. Number four, want to fail? Choose the wrong mentor. And this one frustrates me to no end. I am constantly sent clips from so-called experts that people ask me about. And those clips have trainings where the information that they teach is absolutely 100% undeniably wrong. Now, I'm not going to get into it, but there are countless people out there right now with a year's worth of experience trying to teach other people their, in quote, system. Go ahead, learn from them if you want to lose money. I'm going to leave it at that. Number five, buy everything sight unseen. Forget going to see it yourself. Forget hiring scouts to help you out. Simply look at the photos online and click that buy button. That's a fast track to lose some money. Number six, buy every cheap property. If you're looking to fail, what you need to do is focus on the cheapest property at every single auction. Cheap is good, right? 
Not necessarily. You often get what you pay for. Although cheap can be good, but if you buy only the cheapest properties at every auction, you're probably going to fail. Number seven, forget all boundaries. Just go out there and buy whatever, whenever, and for however much you want to spend. Remove all boundaries, all investment objectives. Remove all intention from your business. That's a fantastic way to fail. In other words, just don't even think about developing a plan of any sort. Fast track to nowhere. Number eight, ignore red flags. I did a video on this one a couple years ago where I pointed out like nine red flags in three minutes for this guy who thought he was buying a villa, but instead spent nine grand on a one foot wide strip of land. He ignored every single one of those red flags and you can too if you're looking to fail. Number nine, don't contact the counties. Things like building restrictions, code violations, and learning about what's required as a property owner isn't all that important anyhow, right? Just don't even bother researching the county's requirements if you're looking to eventually lose money. Number 10, get FOMO or fear of missing out. That's a fantastic way to force yourself into making a decision or an investment that you otherwise wouldn't have made. Watch the other investors in town. Watch the gurus online. Watch everybody else and get FOMO. That'll really help force yourself into a losing investment. That way you can lose some money. Number 11, confine yourself to just one area. Regardless of how many properties are being sold, or whether it's one or 10 or 100, if there are any profitable properties there, or if there are loads and loads of other investors bidding up the prices above retail price, go ahead. Stay in that one specific area for years, especially when it's not working out all that well for you in the first place. Number 12, chase shiny objects. So instead of actually focusing on tax on investing and investing the time required into learning about tax liens and tax deeds, what you need to do is bounce around from one thing to the next. Maybe try wholesaling this week. Maybe try surplus, uh, in quote, investing next week. Then look into maybe the ad you saw about cryptocurrency investing or stocks or whatever it is. Maybe toss in something else the next week for good measure. It's a fantastic way not to gain any traction in any of those businesses. 13. Hire a whole bunch of people. Before you actually learn how to accurately and efficiently research properties yourself, and before you've actually achieved a high level of success where you're investing seven figures plus, you need to go out and hire a whole slew of VAs and other peoples to, you know, do the work for you since you're trying to leverage your time, even though you don't have any idea how to teach those folks. That's a great way to burn through some cash while sabotaging your business in the meantime. Of course, the VAs and the other folks that you hire will probably appreciate you helping them out. Number 14, ignore when help is really needed. So why hire an attorney who's filed thousands of lawsuits when you think you can do it your own with a DIY type approach? Why hire a CPA or a financial advisor to help out with your tax strategies when you can probably just go on to Google and make an educated guess, right? Why hire a contractor for that remodel when you can spend the next six months yourself doing it? Number 15, take on loads and loads of liability. Go ahead, buy that property that has that EPA lien. Sign that warranty deed even though you know there's issues in that chain of title. Make those fraudulent claims when you're marketing properties. This is a real fun one for the people who have never been in a lawsuit 
before. Nothing like risking every penny that you have or will have in the future to make a few bucks. Number 16, think that is easy, fast money in this business. If you're looking for a get-rich-quick scheme, you should start buying properties tomorrow without any patience, any research, and any education on this business. That is a tremendous way to guarantee you will lose money. Number 17, perform surface level research. Pull up the address, maybe on Google, take a look at the Zillow listing for that property and determine the value based off those two things alone. And then go out there and buy it after that 30 seconds worth of research and wonder why you're losing money. Number 18, ignore ongoing expenses Things like HOA dues, county or city maintenance requirements, insurance, taxes, and all sorts of other expenses that will cut into or even take all of your profits aren't that big of a deal anyhow, right? 19. Pull your profits out immediately, especially if you have a low budget to start off with. If you're starting with $1,000 and you want to grow your business, the moment that you make a single dollar, you need to take that profit out and go ahead and spend it or put it in your bank account. That way you're dropped right back down to that $1,000 you started with. You should not worry about rolling your profits back into your business so you can make more and bigger investments and ultimately make more money. And number 20, overlook education. Don't take advantage of people like myself who've been investing in tax fault real estate for 20 plus years now, who has trained thousands of investors over the last 10 years, created countless success stories, and produced more tax sale training material on this topic than anybody else on earth. I guess it would kind of be silly to actually take advantage of somebody else's experience and leverage that experience and their trainings, right? There you go, 20 ways to lose money as a tax sale investor. Hopefully you read between the lines here and now you have 20 things to avoid if you are actually looking for success in this business. This was obviously much different than any other episode that I've ever done. And hopefully you understand the sarcastic tone that I had when I was discussing each one of those things. Also, this is episode has kind of helped to reframe a few of these issues that I commonly see on a daily basis. So again, if you're looking for failure, follow these step by step. If you want success, make sure you avoid every single one of these things that I just went over. Listen, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I truly hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Tax Sell Podcast. If you did enjoy this episode or any of our other episodes, do me a huge favor, please. Leave a positive review on whatever podcasting or video platform you're listening to us on today. This podcast is completely free. I don't charge a listing or membership fee or anything like that, but your reviews really help us. And they might even serve to pay it forward to somebody else who learns about this incredible business simply because you took the time to tap that five-star review or leave that positive feedback comment. And as always, if we can be of any additional help, make sure you check out our website at taxcellacademy.com. Hey, take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Bye-bye.